January 20th, 2021. Today, Philip Rivers announced his retirement after 17 years in the NFL. He's quarterback for, well, now the Los Angeles Chargers, but San Diego Chargers, 15 of them, LA for one of them. and just spent the last year at Indianapolis uh, showing that he still had a little bit left in the tank. Honestly, I was kind of surprised that he retired, and I felt like he had a good situation in offensive line at Indy. And uh, considering a guy who has Hall of Fame numbers, I would think that the only thing that could be keeping him from the Hall is the fact that he doesn't have a Super Bowl appearance, let alone a Super Bowl victory. Um, you know, a lot of people point to Dan Marino not having any Super Bowl wins, but I mean, at least he went to a Super Bowl. I understand that numbers are important to get in, but considering that Philip Rivers played in a in an NFL that really favored the offense, uh, most pass interference calls go against the defense. I think there's going to be a lot of people really uh, holding that against Philip. I mean, me personally, I don't, I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Just, um, you know, he's a competitive dude. He was always one of, I think he was always a top 10 quarterback in the league. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of weird seeing him go. Also, you know, Drew Brees looks like the end of his career might also be, uh, you know, might be over this year, which is kind of weird, you know, seeing all these quarterbacks retire. It's kind of it's kind of reminding me when I was younger and we were seeing like the last like great crop of quarterbacks leave. Like I remember when like Dan Marino, John Elway, Troy Aikman, Steve Young all those guys were ending. And I remember like, you know, as a kid, the players that you grew up watching when you're younger, it's almost like you can't imagine a sports league without them. Like I remember when Wayne Gretzky retired, I couldn't imagine hockey being without Wayne Gretzky. Um, So it's, it's pretty interesting when you're starting to see some of these guys that, you know, you associate football, you associate Sundays, you associate sports center with a lot of these guys. Cause I mean, with Philip gone, looks like Drew Brees is going to be retiring. We figure we got Big Ben probably, you know, coming up soon. Eli Manning's already retired. Um, we still got Tom Brady looking as Tom Brady as ever. I mean, so I don't know when he's going to be gone. But I mean, let's be realistic. I'm thinking within at least the next within the next five years, Tom Brady has to be retired, and that's going to be extremely weird. So you know, with the topic of quarterbacks and Quarterbacks retiring, it made me reflect with, okay, with one crop, like generation of quarterbacks on the way out, it has me reflecting on, you know, who are the quarterbacks we're going to be watching for the next 10, 15 years. And so I wanted to kind of put a list together of the quarterbacks that, I mean, if I was a general manager and I was told, hey, pick a quarterback to lead your team, um, so who I'd pick. So I'm going to, you know, give you my top 10, starting with number 10. Um, but before I do start with that, I would like to go over at least kind of like my my dishonorable mentions, players that I think there's some people that might like these quarterbacks based off their age 
and what they've done in either in the past or what people think that they potentially can do. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't touch these guys with a fucking 10 foot pole. I mean, the first two, I think aren't that controversial since they're, I think they're kind of easy to, to not want on your team. First Carson Wentz, you know, with his bloated contract, he looked like a broken player this year. I mean, he would go through, um, he'd have a stretch of two to three games where he looks like he's doing something at least resembling competent quarterback play. But then at the most of the season, he was just um, not careful with the football, forcing things. And I feel like Philadelphia, I mean, NFC East was theirs for the taking. And I feel like Carson Wentz had a, had a big, big reason in them, like falling in a hole and not being able to get out of it. You know, whenever, like, I mean, when Jalen Hurts became the quarterback, it was night and day. I felt like the Eagles actually looked like a dangerous team, but it was a little too, little too late. Um, Another quarterback I want to mention is uh, the quarterback that went in the same draft as him, Jared Goff. He's another guy that's overpaid um, and just not that good. He's he's a mediocre quarterback who's completely destroying the Rams in their cap situation. I mean, I think this um, – I mean, in the playoffs just against Seattle, the backup was started over Jared Goff. And I know that he had pins in his hands, but I honestly think that uh, McVay would have started – the backup over Jared Goff. Jared Goff is just not dangerous. He seems like a guy that, unless everything is working perfect for Jared Goff, it's it's going to be, he, he can't, I guess he can't improvise. If, like, option one is done, like, Jared Goff is, he's just not useful. And I feel like, I mean, if you're going to be given a big chunk of your cap to a quarterback, he needs to be someone that can take you to the promised land. Uh you know, that being said, another quarterback, dishonorable mention, Tua Tonga-Vailoa. I mean, he's someone I've just not been high on at all. I think he's someone that he's been living off a reputation where he helped Alabama win the national title when he came in um, in the second half. And I don't know, every time I've seen Tua, just the eye test to me doesn't scream anything that like this is a this is an NFL starting caliber quarterback. He's just he doesn't look that fast. He's got the injury concerns with the hip. I feel like his ball doesn't have much zip on it. And I don't know if that's because his hip isn't completely um, recovered yet. But I just look at, for example, Tua versus uh, someone who is on my top 10 list, Kyler Murray. You know, he just, you know, where Kyler Murray has speed and zip on his ball, I feel like Tua just doesn't. And I know a lot of Dolphins fans think that, oh, Tua just needs weapons and that's the problem. But, I mean... Ryan Fitzpatrick had no issue with the Dolphins' defense or with the, the Dolphins' offense this year. I mean, the fact that they were almost basically using Ryan Fitzpatrick as a closer, I mean, I don't know any quarterback that would ever be okay with that. And so, I don't know. I just feel like, to me, it's easy to look really good when you play your college football at Alabama and you're, fall, you're surrounded by four- and five-star recruits, guys that are going in the NFL. I mean, you know, running backs that have come out of Alabama, it's just – it's just filled with like NFL caliber running backs and wide receivers. So, I mean, anyone I think can look really good with that. Um, and then the last dishonorable mention that you're not going to see in my top 10, Lamar Jackson. I feel like this is a story that we see all the time. Michael Vick comes in, catches the lead by storm, but defenses adjust. He, you know, um, RG three comes in, catches the world by storm wins rookie of the year. But, I remember that whole rookie year, people saying, RG3's got to learn how to slide. This dude is not going to be able to take these kind of hits. 
And sure enough, dude, I, I remember watching that guy's knee buckle the wrong way in that playoff game. And dude's never been the same. I mean, he just got released by the Ravens, and I don't see RG3 getting picked up again. And, you know, Lamar Jackson, I mean, I don't like to use that cliche, this is just a running back playing quarterback, but that's honestly what it looks like. I mean, this guy's got an arm, but, like, dude, honestly, you see, like, Jarvis Landry or Odell Beckham throw um, passes out of the backfield on trick plays. And, I mean, those balls look just as good as Lamar Jackson. So, honestly, I mean, they're going to have to figure something out because, you know, this guy's up for a big extension, and you don't want to be in the situation that the Eagles and the Rams are, man, extending the wrong person. So I really think that the Ram, or the Ravens are going to have to figure something out because I'm not 100% with Lamar Jackson, and I definitely don't think I'm the only one there. So going into my top 10 list, I did this based off of age. So you'll notice a common theme with almost all these quarterbacks. They're in their mid to early 20s. Um, but there are a few surprises on there. So it's like we got some young guys. Um, and then basically, I'm just trying to project that, like, which one of these guys can win me a Super Bowl or would win me a Super Bowl within the next 10, 15 years. And I'm going to start off with number 10. And it's kind of number 10 is, <laughs> is kind of doesn't go by my criteria of young. But Aaron Rodgers, 37 years old, this is a guy that even at 37, I think he's still got at least another half decade of good football left in him. This is a guy that a lot of people are writing off of these past couple of years with his numbers going down. I mean, the Packers even selected Jordan Love in the first round this year to um, basically they're planning Aaron Rodgers' retirement party. I mean, it, I feel like that was a disrespectful move. But I mean, at the same time, you don't want to be like, you know, the, the Patriots where you don't have a contingency plan. And when Tom Brady's gone, um, you don't have anything, but at least what we're looking now with Tom Brady at 43, still killing it. Aaron Rodgers still, I mean, this looks like the best Aaron Rodgers we've ever seen. And that's saying a lot. Cause he, I mean, you had Stephen A. Smith on ESPN always calling him a bad man and people arguably over the past five years thinking he's the best quarterback. I mean, up until Patrick Mahomes has emerged, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is always the, the man of the top quarterback conversation. I'd still take Aaron Rodgers over most people in the league. I think he's still got a lot left. I think he'd stick it still. I mean, he took the, NFC, the Packers to the NFC championship last year in 2020 when they were, they, they weren't one of the top two teams in the NFC. I don't think so. And I mean, but they have Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> and that's the thing with the Packers ever since Aaron Rodgers been their quarterback, he is what makes the Packers relevant. So honestly, I think without any signs of slowing down, I'd take Aaron Rodgers hands down because I feel like, hey, he could at least win me a super, at least one or two Super Bowls in the next couple of years. And the thing is, you get one or two of those rings. I call that a success. I don't like I don't see anyone outside of my top 10 in quarterback wise actually taking my team to a Super Bowl. So for that reason, I, I, I would build a team around Aaron Rodgers still. Number nine, <clears throat> Kyler Murray, 23 years old. Kyler is, he's interesting because typically, I mean, when he was being talked about as the number one draft pick, I was a little skeptical just because of his size. He's a small dude. He was drafted for baseball. So we don't even know if football was truly his passion or that's what he wanted to do. But I mean, watching this guy play, it's 
it's, it's he's honestly one of my favorite players to watch. This guy's got an MLB caliber arm, so he's got zip on the ball. The I mean the Hail Murray against the Bills in Arizona where he hit uh, Deshaun or D Hop, dude, that was such a good fucking throw. And I feel like it's uh, DeAndre Hopkins got a lot of the the credit for that catch, but it was such a great throw by Kyler Murray that like m- most quarterbacks in the league can't do. And that's you know that's that MLB arm. And to watch that dude scramble, he's so fast. I mean, he's so shifty. Like, it's, I think it's some of the best highlights when he shifts and does a little scoot right past the dude into the end zone. And honestly, like, I had made a list probably halfway, you know, before halfway before the season, like, you know, back in October. And I actually had Kyler Murray higher up on the list. But I was had concerns about, you know, with his size and injury. And sure enough, a couple weeks later, he, you know, banged up his shoulder. And I feel like Kyler Murray wasn't the same all season long. Um, I mean, fantasy football owners can can attest. It's just he went from being the number one QB and it was just bad performance after bad performance. And he ended up not being the number one fantasy QB, losing it to Josh Allen at the end. So honestly, I mean, I just see size and durability as my only problem with Kyler Murray. Um because besides that, I mean, he's, I think he's one of the, you know, besides size, he's one of the perfect quarterbacks you could have in today's NFL. I mean, the problem with Lamar Jackson can't throw and, but can run where Kyler Murray's that he's that dude. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Uh, number eight on my list, Dak Prescott, 27 years old, Cowboys quarterback. So, Dak is one of those dudes I feel like over since he's been start since he was a rookie has proved me has proved me wrong. I mean, he's someone that I thought was a game manager at the beginning of his career. There was a lot of um, people that was hand being like comparing him to Carson Wentz and Carson Wentz was always getting the nod that like, oh, you know, Carson Wentz is MVP level. Dak Prescott is just a game manager. And, I mean, over the years, you've just seen Dak Prescott improve and improve. as just not just a thrower, but as an overall quarterback. I mean, this year you can see the, 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 how much of a hit the Cowboys offense took. As soon as he broke his leg, uh, Cowboys offense turned to shit. It wasn't until the very end of the season that Andy Dalton and everyone kind of got on the same page. Um, you know, I do think Dak, some, like some of the issues I do have with Dak is – I don't know if this is a Dak Prescott issue or if it's a Dallas Cowboys issue, but I feel like Dak Prescott doesn't play his best football until he's down by like 17 or 21 points. Almost every Cowboys game you watch, it's it's almost comical. It's like, this is how it's going to go. It's going to be a big, important game. Uh, Cowboys are going to give up points on the first, uh, first drive. They're going to go three and out, give the ball back, give up more points, another three and out, give up more points. And then the offense starts humming. So, I mean, you know, it's like through the first four games, Dak Prescott was on a historical pace, but the Cowboys didn't have any wins. And I mean, you know, I feel like a lot of times uh, Kirk Cousins gets punished for having like empty calorie numbers. Like he has good numbers, but when it's in crunch time, he can't seem to get it done. And I feel like Dak Prescott sometimes, you know, kind of doesn't get the same criticism where but that I, I do see that. So, I mean, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful Dak is going to be able to come back from this injury better than ever. Um, I'm hopeful for it. I think he, he's going to be fine. I feel like nowadays with the orthopedic surgeons and the way medicine is, I mean, 
I mean, when I was younger, people tearing their ACL was something that was um, a career ender. So I, I, I feel very confident that Dak's going to be able to come back from this broken leg slash ankle and, uh, yeah, and still be a top quarterback. So Cowboys, you know, they're, they're going to need to resign this dude because uh, I, I feel like he's he's an important guy for their for their team. And you can't just replace Dak Prescott, you know. Number seven. This is the first and only guy on my list that hasn't played a snap in the NFL, but I feel like his intent, like just, he, it's almost like the the type of prospect he is. He seems like a can't miss. He seems like how Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck was can't miss. I feel like Trevor Lawrence is a slam dunk. This dude's 21 years old, six foot six. I mean, he has a true freshman, wins the national title. Um, this dude can run. This dude can throw. I mean, watching Trevor Lawrence, it seems like he's almost like a, a created Madden player. I, I don't even think I could I, – like, honestly, having a six, you know, six-foot-six quarterback that can run and throw like he does, it almost seems, like, unrealistic. So, I mean, I have faith that, you know, they got an Urban Meyer at Jacksonville now. Uh Dude, I think Trevor Lawrence, the sky's the fucking limit. And honestly, the only reason I didn't put him higher on my list is just because he hasn't taken a snap. And, of course, I'm going to take people that, you know, I mean, these next six people, I mean, these are studs. And, you know, I, I, I just felt guilty putting Lawrence ahead of these guys. But I wouldn't be surprised if this time, January 20th of 2022, this guy's in my – Trevor Lawrence is a top five quarterback. Number six, Russell Wilson, 31 years old. So he's the second oldest guy on my list. And honestly, at the beginning of the season, he was higher on my list. I think I had him at number two. Because, I mean, when Russell Wilson's cooking and he's on fire and that offense is clicking, man, that guy can put the ball in a bucket, man. Like throwing, like watching him throw a deep ball, that it, it, it's, you know, like with Kyler Murray, uh, Russell Wilson has an MLB caliber arm and you know, that's something that you can't really teach. And I mean, like I said, I think he throws one of the best beat balls out there. He's a guy that's, you know, hard to get when you're trying to blitz. And he's one of the few dudes that, you know, if you're, if, if the Seahawks are down by a score or it's a tie game with two minutes left, Russell Wilson with the ball is almost a foregone conclusion that they're going to fucking tie it or they're going to win the game. It's just like with Tom Brady at the end of the game. You know if he's off the ball with a two-minute drive, it's done. Like, you almost, you're surprised when it doesn't happen, you know. So at 31 years old, I, you know, Russell Wilson's still got a lot of football left to play, you know, just like Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, he's six years younger than Aaron Rodgers. I would take Russell Wilson as my quarterback any day of the week. I mean, I do think, you know, his personality sometimes is a little off-putting. He's a little too, like, kind of straight-laced. It almost seems kind of fake, but... And if you see some of his, like, TikTok or whatever, it's just like, oh, God, Russell Wilson's kind of fucking cringy. But that dude can play football, and he could quarterback my team any day. Number five, Joe Burrow, 23 years old, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback. This is a dude that, I mean, this this guy is a fucking guy. This guy is going to be a top quarterback for the next 15 years. He's got the, you know, just the personality. I mean, for example, like where Tua Tagovailoa gets pulled in favor of Ryan Fitzpatrick, Joe Burrow is the type of dude that I feel like would get.
that would fight his fucking coach if they were trying to take him out. There's no way you're telling Joe Burrow, hey, buddy, you've been doing good. I know things haven't been working quite okay, but uh, here, take a seat, and we're going to let this guy finish the game. There is no way, no how Joe Burrow's letting that happen. I know he's got basically a broken fucking knee. It's MCL, ACL. I think it's you know everything in his knee is blown up. And I mean, what what's, what sucks about that is is I feel like a lot of people were almost predicting that he was just getting beat up. The Bengals' offensive line is fucking complete dog shit. Um, I really hope that Joe Burrow doesn't end up like another Andrew Luck, where he was just getting his ass kicked year in and year out and causing him to get retired early. I mean. Dude, he's only 23 years old, and he's already got a major injury. Um, hopefully, um, he'll be fine. I think he will be fine. Um, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, medicine's gone a long way, and I think that you know a, a busted knee is not uh, the end of the end of the career. And I think Joe Burrow, uh, you know, he's so good, he's going to be able to overcome it. So that should be fine. Um, number four, Josh Allen, Bills quarterback, 24 years old. Big dude, six foot five, rocket arm. I mean, one of the things I think is most impressive about Josh Allen is that he's improved every single year since he's been in the NFL. I mean, this is a guy that when he got drafted, he was from Wyoming. And I remember thinking, dude, like, are we really drafting some guy from some school that doesn't play anybody worth of note and based off intangibles? Because I do think that intangibles is important. You know, like, like I'm going to mention on the next player that, the intangibles are just like screaming out, like draft this fucking guy. But, you know, with, with Allen, I did think that it was a little risky, you know, coming out of Wyoming and he was the guy that had a rocket arm, but like had no accuracy on any deep throws. Um, you know, cause I mean, just drafting based off intangibles, I think that's how you end up with a Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson or Mahomes. You know, it was, he had the intangibles, big guy, looked like he could be a, you know, a, a good NFL quarterback, but um, you know, I think Josh Allen, he is living up to the hype. I think he's exceeding the hype. The fact that he was in the MVP conversation is something I don't think any of us would have thought. And I think moving forward, the Bills are going to be a team. They're going to be the team to beat in the AFC East. And, uh, you know, Josh Allen's a big part of that. You know, a lot of some people think Stefan Diggs might be the only reason. But, you know, what? I think that, you know, you have to have the talent. You've got to be able to get Stefan Diggs the ball. So I think it's you know, Stefan Diggs did help, but I think that Josh Allen, he's just hes just a freaking guy and uh, can quarterback my team any day of the week. All right, number three, Justin Herbert. This is a guy that I i, I think is uh, hes unbelievable. He's 22 years old, six foot six, 236 pounds, quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I mentioned earlier, I think with Trevor Lawrence, that, you know, just his – his measurables, it's like, it's unreal. Like six foot six, only 22 years old, big arm. I mean, I don't know why there was such a debate between Tua Tungavailoa and Justin Herbert. I mean, eye test for me always said Justin Herbert. And I mean, look at it. I mean, I understand, like, like I said, mentioned earlier, where if you're just drafting based off intangibles, that's how sometimes you end up with a Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes, who just a little preview, I still haven't mentioned those two dudes, but I mean, Justin Herbert, I mean, he just seems like he was put on this earth to be a quarterback. This guy's going to win the rookie of the year. 
I mean, you can't, you know, I feel bad for Tyrod Taylor. It seems like he's got run out of the past couple of plays by being replaced. You know, Josh Allen replaced him in Buffalo. So my number four guy, then he gets pushed out of LA by Justin Herbert, my number three guy. But, you know, it's really, it just so happens that he's, he happened to be quarterbacking teams that replaced him by guys that are going to be studs for the next 15 years. So, you know, it's it's none of your fault, Tyrod. I mean, hopefully, uh, maybe see what the Jets are doing. You know, I don't know. They're, they're probably going to need a quarterback, but I don't know. Well, they got Sam Darnold, so it's like. But then again, I think Sam Darnold, he says he's afraid of ghosts so when he's out on the field. So I'd almost take a healthy Tyrod over Sam Darnold, but shit, I don't know. Honestly, they, they, I think the Jets would suck either way. All right, let's wrap this up because this is taking too long. Number two, Deshaun Watson. This is guy is in the news right now because even though he's the Houston, Texas quarterback, he is not happy. And I'd be very surprised if he's still the Texans quarterback uh, moving forward. Uh, this guy is—he's honest. I've been—I've heard him described as the Michael Jordan of of football, and arguably could be. This is a guy that, when he was on Clemson, he won the national title almost like by himself by beating Alabama. I don't know why it was thought that his skills wouldn't translate to the NFL. But I mean, you watch this guy play. It's like you think he's gonna get he's gonna get sacked. No way, man! Like a magician, that guy finds a way to get out. I mean, the game is never over when the, with Deshaun Watson as your quarterback. I don't care how much time is on the clock. I don't care how much you're down by. I feel like Deshaun Watson gives you a chance to win. At only 25 years old, this guy can run. This guy can throw. This is the guy that I think a lot of people wanted Lamar Jackson to be, but Lamar Jackson isn't. You know, I, I feel like Deshaun Watson is just like the best version of basically Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. This guy is, no, he's a leader. I, I don't care what's going on with, with in Houston right now. Like, I don't hear any players dogging Deshaun Watson. And I think at the end of the day, quarterback's a leader. So not only do you want him to be your best player, but you want him to be a leader. And I think Deshaun Watson's that guy. Number one, I don't think it's that controversial at all. I don't think it's a hot take. I don't think I'm surprising anybody. Patty Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. That guy can, I mean, I've seen a video of this dude throw a football out of the Chiefs stadium. You know, just like with Tom Brady, just like what I mentioned with uh, Russell Wilson earlier, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes is a guy when he's got the ball in his hands, no matter what the time is left on the clock, you know he can get something done. I feel like with Patty Mahomes, it doesn't matter if there's uh, what what his weapons are. Travis Kelsey, Tyree Hill, Miko Hardman. I mean, you could replace all those guys. And I feel like give him uh, maybe the Patriots weapons, and I still think that Patty Mahomes would still be a stud. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, those are the 10 dudes I'd build around. I'd love for, you know, anyone that actually did listen to this. I don't, you know, I know that it's at 27 minutes. So this is kind of long. It's, it's longer than an episode of the Simpsons. So sorry for that, but, uh, yeah, please leave your comments and, uh, hopefully I can be bringing more of you guys, more, more content for you guys. So, you know, that was an episode of the Cali Green Monster Show. Hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, until then, uh, have a good one, people. Peace.